0: On this episode of AV Week, Harman's doing some adjusting to their upper management. Microsoft has been granted an interesting patent. And what's the best use for mobile and soundboards? All that and more. Next on AV Week,
1: the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This.
2: This is, is AV Nation. Nation. This is AV Nation.
0: AV Week is brought to you by our fine group of underwriters, companies like Crestron. This is AV Week. Episode 247, recorded Friday, May 20th, 2016. The horse is out of the barn. Ready. AV AV Week. Performing scan week. Online. This is AV Week. AV. AV week. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news, and information. My name is Tim Albright. Good afternoon. Welcome. I am your host with us this week. Uh, first and foremost, what the heck? Well, I'm going to start with one of my underwriters because he's a nice guy and he gives me money. Uh, his name is John Green. That's not why, and I'll explain in a second. From Advanced AV. How are you, sir?
3: Wonderful day, wonderful spring day, finally in Philadelphia. Very
0: nice. I actually got to go to Philly for the first time a couple of weeks ago. It was very nice. So, yes. uh, also with us, he doesn't give me time, but he, money. But he gives me time, which is just as equally important. His name is Harry Mead. He's part of my booth team. Hello. How are you, sir?
2: <laughs> Worrying about your booth for three weeks from now.
0: <laughs> Two and a half weeks from now, sir. Correct, Joseph. I'm trying to repress that. I know. <laughs> Aries from NetAV. Uh, last but not least, Adrian Boyd from AVI Systems. How are you, sir? I am doing very,
1: very well. I am very, very cool. well, yes. Actually, Adrian and is... I'm also excited that I'm going to Infocom. Yay, Infocom! Yay! Yes, and and here, here's something to let all the AV tweeps know. There's going to be a get-along T-shirt. So if you have someone you need to get along with, we'll have a shirt for you to Keep wear. Keep that away from me. <laughs>
0: There's only one person that doesn't like. Well, there's a dozen people, but anyhow, I don't think all. The, sit, the, all the ultimate all the goal is
1: to get Crestron and AMX in the same. Oh, good shirt.
0: luck with that! You need to do like Randy Klein and Sean Robinson in the same shirt.
1: Could you, imagine? We, you know we should do that and get, do like charity or something for that.
0: It'd be
1: a lot of money. I'm just
0: gonna put that out there right now um i mentioned real quickly and I, I don't spend a whole lot of time i probably don't spend as much time on this um my accountants told me i don't uh we, we're underwriting we're, we we have underwriters we don't have sponsors advertisers or what but but john is one of them if you want more information about that you can go to aviation.tv uh, forward slash underwriting harry mentioned infocom holy crap week and a half away two i'm sorry two and a half weeks away
3: sure two and a half weeks away <laughs> don't, don't do that to me, man. you just i'm an old guy man
0: <laughs> we have so in three weeks three weeks from right now we'll be recording uh av week in vegas uh actually technically a week an hour uh two three weeks in an hour because we're going to do it at two o'clock local time uh if you if you want to come on by uh come on by the booth uh um, and is a nancy twenty eight twenty one I believe is our booth number um from two to four uh we will be doing this very show live from our our broadcast booth. And I did say broadcast booth because Harry and Matt Scott and the folks at PrimeView uh, and a bunch of other VizRT is involved as well. Bunch of really cool stuff going on. So uh, we've got a couple of pages up. If you're interested in what we're doing, uh, you can go by the website aviation.tv and check that out. Uh, but enough if we about live
2: Mo- If we live through Monday through Wednesday of Infocom week, it's going to be an awesome
0: booth. Sunday. You forget, we're starting on Sunday, Harry.
2: Yeah, I know we're starting on Sunday there's a brunch the
0: and then work
2: before Monday. so uh,
0: all right let's get this bad boy off shall we so uh, interesting thing and I, I I'm not gonna say I wasn't gonna do this story but I wasn't I didn't know how to do this story right it's interesting um, I typically don't do press releases in general um, mainly because I let other people smarter people than me dissect and and kind of chew on the the press releases and and give a couple of pieces of of um perspective here's one though that i'm I'm interested in and i want to get you guys take all three of you are integrators right so let's start there i don't have any manufacturers on it's kind of why i felt comfortable doing this story this week uh if you're not watching the video here's here's what the story is harman appoints mohit parasher uh parasher uh president of professional solutions division okay cool congratulations to mohit he has a new position Except, um, he's he's taken over from a guy by the name of uh, Blake Augsburger. Blake's been with Harmon for like 15, 16 years. Uh, in addition to that, Blake was a part, Harmon just went through a big restructuring thing. Uh, I could be wrong about this, but I don't believe anybody was overtly fired out of that. It was just restructured. Different people got new positions and Friends of ours, uh, you know, full disclosure, one of our board members uh, is is a is an employee of Harman. A lot of um, great people work at Harman, some some good friends in the industry. You've got AMX in there now. You've got SVSI, which is under AMX now. You've got a lot of good products there. And they went through this whole restructuring thing. And it started about last August, I believe, and, and took about 60, 90 days to complete. And at the end of that, you've got this this structure. Harman's a publicly traded company. You've got all these stuff, this stuff going on. Six months after that ends, you have a change in leadership. Something that could have possibly been done six months ago because Mohit was a part of of Harman to begin with. Uh, he was in their their consumer uh, division. He comes out of out of the uh, Asia Pacific um, uh, division and, and involved in like a, a um, uh, um, product flow and, and getting stuff to market, not necessarily in the engineering side and the and the cool whiz bang, you know, brand new stuff. But he's very much involved in getting product to market. Um, John, I'm going to start with you. What is this? <laughs> Sorry, what is this? What does this mean for Harmon? I mean, is this <clears throat> a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Does it does it demonstrate, um, you know, the ability to to change course and, and make corrections or, or what does this mean or is it just that you know what blake was ready to go home you know re- blake was ready to retire
3: now well, everybody likes to read stories and look at uh, you know who shot who and who's in the bushes with the gun and all that other fun stuff i think we overthink it to a large degree i mean a lot of uh, talk to uh, the other parties involved in like the pot, my town poly kind of thing and everybody says don't worry about it, everything's gonna be the same. And then you know things change and then there's other acquisitions and people move out. The chief, you know, milestone buying and, and there's there's just moves that naturally occur. I can't imagine this one's a little bit well thought out because it's been a while. It's as you'd mentioned, it's been a little while in developing. Blake could have said, Yep, yeah, I don't see where we're going. I got enough money, I'm gonna go home. That type of a situation. I my my bigger concern on this is these are really, really, really smart people that have been really, really, really successful inside of this organization, as you had mentioned, in the consumer marketplace. And then they look at us and go, "Boy, these boys overthink it an awful lot. They're really overcomplicating this too much. We're just going to do this, and we'll see what happens afterwards." And I just put people in place that have life experience. That's you know we always we're always protective of our little clan. We're protective of the way we go about it. That is
0: changing, yeah, flat out. All right, uh, Harry. From your standpoint, I mean, this is this is obviously not going to, probably not going to change the the products that you deal with on a daily basis. But looking at it as as Harmon as a company as a whole and, and the Pro Division specifically, because that's what we cover uh, on, on this show. What does this mean?
2: It's a consumer world, yep. but we're not yeah, in
0: a, uh, okay. Hang on, down It's a consumer world, but we're not. You know.
2: Oh, you'd like to <laughs> think we're not. Okay,
0: show me a crown. Never mind. I was okay. gonna say, show me a crown amp in a this, home, but you can this do that.
2: Goes, this, no, but th- this goes back to a blog post that I wrote, uh, either earlier this year or late last year, about the fact that there aren't there are no middle jobs anymore. It seems mm-hmm. you the, the middle has been sucked out of the market of just yep. the. They're just going with the the, being able to have a nice pro system but not a crazy whiz-bang system. You, You either have, and this has been my experience and this is what I'm banging my head against the wall right now with, either have the super mega mega job, video walls and all kinds of happy crap and all bells, whistles, dancing girls, everything. Or you have, and this is no knock on the names I'm about to say, or you have a Logitech camera connected to a Mac mini sitting behind a monitor and it's talking on Webex or something like that. And, yep. and mm-hmm. yep. the, the middle ground has just fallen out from underneath us. And, and, if, you're, and if you're sitting there playing in this market, You've got to either be able to run with the big boys in the in, and do these, get some of these decent sized systems, or you're going to be stuck doing these little guys all day long every day, wanting to stab your eyes out.
3: Yeah, and the and the, you know, the other thing is is that, and I agree with you, Harry, The the technology has met it though. That's what's been the cause. I Absolutely. Mean, I mean that's I mean it's it's a direct line, and it, and I'm going to make a stupid thing because it's it'd be associated to Harmon. Man, the audio in my car is rock and roll, city hall. It is great. I go to my boardroom, and it's like, oh, that hurts. Well, that's and also they, a difference in,
0: in what people want, though, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I, if, if I was a CEO, I would uh, want rock and roll, yes. But
3: yeah, but but if you're gonna if you're gonna get in your car, there is this quiet expectation that you're gonna turn your radio on and you're gonna set the user interface once, and it's gonna be oh wait, you can memorize it so that when your daughter goes in and she switches the radio station and goes to the eyes. It's ready to go. We don't do that. And again, I'll go back to my stipulation about it from the very beginning. These people at Harmon that have been providing the solution in just a little bit of a different environment look at us and go, why are you overthinking this? Because the technology is here. Yeah. That's the concern that I have. I really do. Where do we add the value? I was just say,
2: real quick, along that same point, it doesn't take us – to do a Logitech camera with a Mac Mini and a monitor, IT can do that. There, are, the IT guys can do that without us being there.
3: Yeah, again, oh. another, another symptom of of just because again, an IT department that can do it. What's worse is an I an end user can do it. Okay, yeah, exactly.
1: We're, an we're
3: an, Go
1: ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's even more, what's what's more troubling is is when you get a, it's the scalability of cost, right? It's when you have end users that that their education level is based on what they see at the big box stores, right? So they're hammering us on prices, but they have the unrealistic budget, and I I struggle with this all day long working with with sales members, sales team members, is, you know. Uh, they want all the bells and whistles but at the same time their budget only stipulates the Logitech camera and, and the Mac mini a- and and trying to set that expectation is, is becoming a real frustration you know finding that middle ground technology that that it's not the whiz-bang system it's not the low-end system but it's just right is becoming harder and harder to do uh, with technology but you know if we pivot this back to Harman and we look at um, you know Mahit's background it's all consumer. it's it's, it's, all, it's all consumer but it's the Asian market uh-uh. so what is what is Harman what are they seeing because I mean Harman's got a lot of real smart people and they're forecasting things like most of these companies do longer than six months so what are they seeing on the horizon in their forecasting in the Asian market versus North American market and then what's going through and, and when you start looking at the acquisitions Harmon has made in the last I would say four years you see all these pieces put together I mean I would not be surprised in maybe the next year or two that Harmon starts putting out these completely self-contained package systems that you know everything's done you know, here, here's your, here's your boardroom. Yeah. You know, it's got the switch, it's got the audio, it's got the amplifier, it's got the programming, and it's all done, ready to go. And what is somebody doing? They're Slapping a display on the wall and plugging it in.
3: That's that's you know, again, if you ask, if I if I were to ask answer your question, what are they seeing in Asia? They're looking at wireless and mobility. I mean, what you just described was an iPhone. <laughs> okay, I can. <could, laughs> Okay, I, I I can have my audio, I can have my meeting, I can have my communications, I can get my work done. Oh, no. So we got to make it bigger. we got to make it a little bit more flexible. we got to make it a little bit more friendly to the generation that's leaving that space. Well, it, it's, the, it's, the, the, Asia is, you know, they're millennials. I mean, their technology is millennial. It's not, I mean, that's what they drive towards. I mean, I don't think that, that China has had an opportunity to go and build old, rusty systems. They're doing it. You know what I mean? They're doing it mobile-wise.
0: Well, and there's two there's two things here with that. Uh, um, and I agree with Adrian, actually a combination of both of you guys where the, the – You got
3: to pick him or me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a combination. Here's what, what – That is, shirt's going
1: to come into play real quick. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> um, Infocom a year ago said by 2016, the U.S. would no longer be the number one AV market in the world. A year ago they said this. Right. So to Adrian's point, I'm not overly surprised that someone who's come out of that market is now leading the pro division. I am a little surprised about the consumer part. Right. But you guys have made some really good points about that. John, to your point, there are they are just all these plug and play systems where the 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 reason that that Infocom is saying that the Asia Pacific and, and India and China specifically in the Asia Pacific market is becoming uh, is coming online as the number one av market is their it infrastructure and this this growing middle class yes but it's that it yeah. part right Where, yeah it's well it,
3: yeah yeah, yeah and it, it, you spoke to it much better than i did but that is exactly the reason i mean they're not building telephone systems you no. know what I mean they're building nodes and networks yep. to, get the, to get to get it done
2: yep. all right well i mean look at look at it. Everybody's all high on IoT and BYOD and all these other alphabet soups. They all spell us with no JOB. <laughs> I,
3: I, I, I can I can sense that that too, and I can feel that, but I disagree. I still think that there is a real valuable ad that we bring. Um, I. I'm, and we've had this conversation numerous times over numerous podcasts where our end users are going to Google and have a lot of the information. They're still looking for a trusted advisor. Yes. They're getting to 90%. They're getting to 95%. And and they, and they need the comfort and they need somebody to walk the journey with them still. And I think that's a valuable asset. And I still think it's available to us. I, no, think I, that, I,
2: I, say, I, I can personally say we have customers that are both ways. We have customers that that use us as a valuable mm-hmm. asset to help them plan and we have customers that bring us a Google price list.
3: Right. Well, and, and that's our decision is to go who to go with. We recently had a customer that brought us in because they were unhappy with the vendor. We had a full-blown, I brought a team of six, talked about capabilities, they liked what we said, we offered a solution that, that we thought was the right thing for them, and then they went back to the vendor that they didn't like to get a second opinion. We called them up and said, uh, Congratulations! We're we're not working together because yeah. again, you know, our our business model is is that we're trying to be a partner with you. We're trying to offer something, and they had their opportunity. They missed that type of thing. So I do think it's still viable. And and here's the bigger part. I think that it goes deeper and wider than that. I'm not going to lose revenue. I'm not going to lose profitability. Both are going to go up.
0: Yeah. And and here's the other thing: is telling a client, you know what this this situation this um, this opportunity is not right for me. Uh, we wish you luck, uh, and, and give us a call on your next one. You know, that one might be yep. so, yep. all right, real quickly, uh, you guys can tell me I'm silly on for asking this question is from, is from innovate on the net. Apparently Microsoft has copy or not copyright written gotten a patent patent us patent, um, for something called, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, for something called a telepresence experience. They uh, originally filed it in October 2014, but now Microsoft owns the patent for telepresence experience. Uh, Quote, unquote, it incorporates a display device that presents an image which looks like to be coming from a point located behind the display when paired with another remote display. Each participant can see each other's environment through a glass-like material. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but that sounds like telepresence, like video conferencing. Am I missing yeah, something here?
1: Where's that? Where's that spiked piece of wood I need right now? Well, and
0: I know. And, and my my question to you guys is: Can obviously they can do it, but can they do this?
3: Anybody with a room full of lawyers can do anything at any time for any reason.
1: It's not what I wanted, John.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. What, what, what's
1: <laughs> funny with with their how they've kind of. They're I think they're looking more of an augmented reality type environment. Because if you clicked the link is in that article, it takes yeah. to the next one, what is it? It's two people looking at each other, and one looks like he's, you know, being displayed from a Kinect camera.
0: Okay, but it's not. It's there's there's no there's no VR. There's no there's no um, there's no glass. There's no uh, glasses. It it, it it looks to me, yes, the the link that looks a little bit little lo- lo- like Kinect, it but it's still v- VTC. No.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I... It's Microsoft being Microsoft Um, You know we want to be the end-all be all the ecosystem everything and and Because it's Microsoft a lot of people kind of like to eat that That soup that they sell I
3: I, It looks like a it looks like a marketing argument not a technology argument And that's the problem
0: though because they've made a technology argument by by getting a patent
3: Yes, yes
0: that's my that's, issue with it.
1: Like it uh, seems uh, like but but horse. that gets into just how our U.S. patent office is just. Well, that's a
0: so whole other. I, I that's a <laughs> five-hour conversation. Yes. And we won't get it. Harry, home go home <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, go ahead and say what you going
2: to say. Yeah. It, it, it seems like it's patenting the horse after it's already out of the barn. Exactly. Right. And yeah. they but the problem is they it, let them I mean, do it. I'm reading, I'm reading this 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 sheet that came with it. And it's like, it's like it was written in like 2005. Yes. It's like, Oh, you're going to magically be able to see the, uh, through, through just a sheet of glass or just a monitor of, of the, someone on the other side of it. And you'll just be able to interact. It's like, yeah, no crap. We've been doing that. You know what? Here, here's,
0: here's, the, here's what I'm going to do. When I, when I get off here, I'm going to call my lawyer and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to patent serving up, um, uh, Amateur produced video that you serve on a remote server through a website.
3: How cute is that? You're going to actually use the phone? I just sent him (laughs) an
0: email.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, I tweeted one lawyer, I sent another one an email. Yeah, you
0: tweeted one, you sent a Snapchat to another.
3: I'm actually transmitting via my brain. What do you call that?
0: That's, I'm sure somebody has a pet. <laughs> yeah. on that one. All right, let's move Timing on. I don't know. All right, so let's talk about interfaces real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was a sound guy in, in a previous life. So Soundcraft has a new updated UI. Um, and, and the reason I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this up is um, it, the, 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 it's, a, it's not just a new UI for their boards. It's a UI for their tablet interface. Uh, primarily when people think, say tablets and, and they're talking about uh, devices like that, most of the time it's it, it's Apple. I will acquiesce and say that yes, there are Android applications, but let's all be honest with ourselves. that The vast majority of the market segment does use iPads for things of this nature. Adrian, we're going to start, start with you on this. What really is the best use case scenario? I mean, are you going to run an entire concert from a a a tablet interface or is this for you know sound checks and setting up stuff like that
1: um most of the time i've seen this as it's just an extra set to to a board i mean most sound guys i've ever worked with they like the feel of heavy knobs yeah you know george tucker (laughs) oh
0: tucker's yeah weighted knobs baby
1: yeah, weighted knobs. I mean, they, they, they like that look and feel. And a lot of times when you see the, the phone or the app, it's adding an additional um, set to that console that maybe they didn't really get to fit in. You know, it's giving you a little tweaks. It's giving you more real-time feedback, um, you know, especially if you're doing things like real, you know, live recording and you're, you know, looking at stuff on the fly. Uh, so, yeah, I think the real use case is it's not really running the entire board. It's supplementing the board.
2: Uh, I got something for that. Uh, All right, Harry, got go ahead.
3: Good, Harry, but say, hold on to your seat. All right, John. And... Go
2: ahead. Last year, around Infocom, we visited the theme parks in Orlando. And I have a picture, because it was cool, of at in Harry Potter world – We've, there, is, there was a guy, and he was just standing there, and he wasn't dress, He didn't have, like, a uniform on, or he wasn't dressed. I mean, they, everybody's, like, mega in character there. But he was just standing there, and he was just standing there with a tablet. And he'd touch things every once in a while. And I looked at him, and I'm like, he's running the show. <laughs> there was a live show going on. And... He was running the entire lights and sound part uh, for the for that entire live production that was going on from the tablet in his hand, from just standing out in the audience. Okay. So, so it gives you it gives you that.
0: Okay, so let me ask this real quick, and I'll, I'll let John do it. If he was in Harry Potter world, should he not have then been dressed up as Hagrid? <laughs> I'm just going to ask that.
2: Honestly, if you didn't know what you were what you were looking for, he would have just blended in with somebody person. else with a ah, mobile device. Okay. And and I actually went up to him right after the show, and I was like, uh, I asked him what he was doing, and I told him what what I did, and so we actually chatted for about five minutes. And yeah, he showed me that he was he had the entire interface sitting right there.
0: Sweet. Did you get a selfie? You should have got totally yeah. with the sound guy from Harry Potter World. All right, Mister Green, go ahead.
3: I'll tell you. Um, this is the one that scared me the most, this one, and I really? say I'm going to tell you why. this one is a little disturbing, and I'm going to tie a couple of your stories together. So Harmon, okay, has this gigantic organization, and one of it is a control company. And that control company and all the, all the other electronic companies have gathered all this big data, and they've decided that every time somebody goes into a conference room, they do these following 25 things. Now, they build that UI and they push it to any device that has the ability to do it, and we don't have to do anything. So they've discovered how to run a sound show, one of the most common activities that are done by a sound guy, and they put it into the hands of, of a user interface and an application. If you don't think that other guys are thinking about that, because the biggest problem is, is that there really isn't a need for customization on the user interface, that you really are just going to do this. Yeah. Big data is going to provide that information, and it'll be pushed down. And version 2.0, or the additional thing, is going to come back to you, just like the apps do now. Hey, hey, there's a guy, Bob, yelling about it doesn't have this button. It's got the button now, and it's there. That's um,
2: what I, got just, I got one more thing drilling deep into their uh, into their press release a little bit. It's not it's not necess- to me. The thing that jumped out was not necessarily the fact that they have a new new UI. It was the fact that they're adding features after the fact yep. to to their boxes. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly. And the right. fact that because all it is is just audio connections connected to a processor there's no real physical connections other than that they can add features at will up to the memory cap- capability of the box yes so right.
3: and, if, and if and if built right and if built right with feedback from end user usage big data yeah. they can refine so, it hardcore so,
2: but what this does is it makes it so that boxes don't have to be bought as often because you're not buying new features, that's a friggin' firmware update.
0: Okay, so let, let me come let me wrap this whole thing back around to a conversation we had six months ago with Harman and Crestron and Access Networks and Cedia and Infocom surrounding a certain security issue. <laughs> we are and I, I think I wrote this somewhere. I, I write too much anymore. We are in IT. Let's get over it, right? Let's let's accept it. Get over it. Don't use the frickin' word converge. Um. We are in IT. What you guys described is a computer, yes. right? You buy you buy a laptop, mm-hmm. and features are going to come out every so often. If you use a Microsoft product every week, you're, you know every Tuesday you're going to have some sort of uh, update and security feature. And every once in a while you're going to have gigantic right updates. So let's treat them and and let's start segmenting our updates of our AV systems. Let's have a a patch Tuesday for AV where we fix security problems and we call it what it is. it is a security update fix. I don't care if you get let's get rid of the word firmware update because there's two problems with that. First of all, it's not a firmware update. If you're fixing a software issue, if you're fixing a security issue, that's not firmware, kids. It's it's, soft, it's it's software and it's security. Yes, to Harry's point, if you're adding features and benefits and all that jazz to a box, sure. Knock yourself out. Call it firmware. I don't care. But if it's a security patch, call it what it is because, first of all, the IT folks that, that have grown up in this industry and have been around for, for long enough, understand that if it ain't broke you don't up the firmware you don't you don't upgrade the firmware and or unless you it's a feature you want right so that's the number one reason why you don't call a security patch control, firmware the
2: control companies tell you not to upgrade the firmware if it's working exactly and the <laughs> second
0: reason is you're not going to get into most secure locations let you know you're not going to get into most education houses let alone a secure location with a quote unquote firmware update you have a better chance of getting in there to fix a security problem by calling it what it is, a security patch. Harry it works and and of, in, 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 in government, and he can tell you that for a fact.
1: And from what you, you, know, you just said, it's a computer. Look at most of the new boxes that we've had come out in the last little while. DSPs, uh, signage players, you name it. What are they? They're a PC with a souped-up chunk of code. Yep. You insert whatever manufacturer you want. You a start QSC looking at the for back. Of it. Out loud. Yeah, what is QSC is a good example. You know yeah. the Core, the Core Ten, and mm-hmm. any of the QSC boxes—they're computers. Yes. Um, QSC is know, a computer. Uh, Buying up as a computer. They're all freaking computers now. You mm-hmm. know a, a lot of these BYOD bridge devices. What are they? They're running. They're running a, a modified Android OS. Android OS. Mm-hmm. You know, or running Linux. some sort of modified Linux code. Yep. You find what you find something off the shelf. You make it bulletproof, you hope. Bulletish. And then There's nothing bulletish. <laughs> bulletish, yes. And you know you slap your logo on it, and there you go. Yeah. Go ahead, John. I mean, how many? How many of the of the manufacturers in our industry? Um, they're getting the box made at the same factory in China, and they're just putting a different silkscreen on it. It's the same darn box over and over and over. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I think there's got to be an open conversation. I think that it'll probably be an open conversation at Infocom, I hope. I hope. And I think there's some technology that's going to cause that. Again, even Harry said IoT. He just, you know, what it's going to cause and how it's going to impact us. We have to. We have to be very, we have to be adults. And I think that we have to be willing as an industry to take those challenges on, yep. and, and and it really does. It, it, to a large degree, it starts at a manufacturer. And I and I and I just do think that if if when if and when it's somebody really starts to poke around at us, they're going to find an unbelievably ugly underbelly, yep. and that's my concern.
0: That's... And to, to make a good point, Joe, but I, I I will say, to their credit, there are a lot of folks that they use they use the AMX story as a, as a kind of a wake up call and are working towards that. Oh right. yeah! Don't. Not yeah, overnight.
3: We're, we're we're absolutely positively, no matter what, surrounded by very smart people, and I definitely think that there are people running ahead of us to take care of some yeah. of these things. I'm just hoping that the crowd doesn't catch up.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Well, with the, you know AMX, I mean, I remember when that came out, and if you've ever done a show in search, you know, you plug in Crestron, plug in AMX, plug in Xtron. Plug in whatever manufacturer in our industry, you'd be quite surprised how many devices just start popping up.
0: Real quickly, say say that search again. Shodan. Yes. If you're not familiar with Shodan, go to a, yes. go to the website. You will be shocked. It's yep. it's 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 a way to search for open IP addresses. Um, you.
3: I have a I have a horror story that I can't even repeat here. No, I've, we I've, actually, i actually I literally had to call somebody and go my god and they went oh and that's and they hung up. Yeah. That's all I heard.
0: Yeah. There, there are horror stories of, of education institutions, government facilities with open access uh, to VTCs and other devices out there. So go to and the it's show simple,
3: simple, it's, And again, it's as simple as throwing a switch at a firewall.
0: Yep. Absolutely. It,
3: it's, it's, it's regular, identifiable best practices from an IT organization. But AV guy going, oh, I forgot to close the door.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to leave you on that positive note. Uh, Adrian Boyd, <laughs> thank you, sir. You're welcome. How do people find you and or AVI Systems?
1: Well, I'm in uh, the AVI Saint, uh AVI Systems St. Louis office. I think AVI has got close to 20 offices around the country.
3: Hey, Go Blues. Um, um, go Blues. Right? Open <laughs> go baby. Blues. Yes.
1: yes, the Blues are doing well. They're not my they're not my team, but they are doing good. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm the AV CAD guy. Um, there's underscores between that, and um, I'm otherwhere on the web. All right, Mr. Harry Mead,
0: thank you, sir.
2: Thank you for having me on.
0: How to uh, be find you?
2: Uh, well, if you're there the couple of days before the sh- the uh, show floor opens, I'll be sweating on the floor of Info- of Infocom. It'd be good um, for
0: your weight loss program. Yeah, what I keep telling myself. Um,
2: <laughs> I uh, I'm with uh, net av but you'll find me uh, occasionally posting blog posts on av nation and on twitter at, at av grump which should tell you uh, that i am not surprised by how this show went <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right mr green thank you sir how do people find you and advanced av
3: that's exactly right at uh, advancedav.com. That's our website. You can always find me at jgreen, S-I-X, jgreen6 on Twitter, always with my snark and my little bit of attitude. And I will be at Infocom waiting for the uh, the AV tweet-up, which how did you not talk about that?
0: I, I'm going to talk about a couple <laughs> of things that okay. we're doing.
3: Okay. Uh, so real quickly. That is, that is the industry hug fest for me. It's,
0: that is – it's an interesting party, right? Uh, so to John's point um, – uh we do a, a a networking event every year uh this year it's thursday uh of, of infocom uh between four and six uh the room this year is room n is a nancy 205 uh it's a bigger room than last year actually it's double the size of last year uh, if you came to last year's uh tweet up you'll know that it was a little bit tight so um but same deal same deal free, free food free drinks thanks to all of our underwriters like like uh, advanced av and a bunch of other really cool folks um we've got that. We've got uh the AV selfie video that we're doing. We're gonna de- debut it at that at our booth at eleven o'clock on Friday. Uh our booth is N is a Nancy twenty-eight twenty one. Uh I just got word this afternoon from Mr. Phil Cordell that the uh, AV Selfie song is done. Um I haven't heard it yet. I, I do know the pieces that were going into it. Um but if you want all of our information about what we're doing at Infocom and, and everything that, that everybody's doing, go by the website Aviation.tv. Lots of great folks have put that together and and uh, and done a really good job of, of that. Uh, Harry mentioned we're going to come in on, on Sunday. Uh, if you're so, if you're running around the, the the show floor beforehand, come by and see us. We'll be in the in the North Hall trying to put together uh, some Lego pieces, <laughs> to, 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 which is our booth. So, uh, but yeah, go by the website uh, avianation.tv, TV. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. This has been Av Week.
1: I'm